for this episode is dark and full of spoilers. Welcome to episode 95, Game of Thrones Season 8 Preview, featuring special guest Alex Lozano. On this episode, we discuss everything Game of Thrones. Specifically, Season 8, what we expect, what we know, and what we hope that happens. Will Jon Snow die again, or live to become Azor High? Will Daenerys Targaryen, will she break the wheel, or will Cersei Lannister stay sitting on that throne of steel? Will the Night King win for all the men of the dead? Or will Pot Pie make another delicious pan of direwolf bread? We shall see. But this episode was brought to you by Fightback CBD. For the best CBD, by the old gods and the new, by the Lord of the Light. So with that said, enjoy the show. So we're recording live. Alright. That was a WrestleMania thing. Which one? The Dash? Store Horseman one. Oh, I didn't tell you about it, huh? No, it was pretty. We haven't awesome. seen each other since the last recordings. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> a week and a half or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, it was really fun. Um, they brought in a bunch of like other comedians or whatever, and like there's this guy from New York that flew in or whatever, and he was watching it with us, and he was actually funnier than Tony Hinchcliffe, like yeah. believe it or not, like he was just like just dropping jokes like every two seconds, and like the sh- the fucking WrestleMania was like seven hours long, right? Thank- and like I was like, God damn, this guy's like stamina is like amazing, and he was a big guy too, so it wasn't like you know he was like Joe Rogan like on TRT replacement or whatever. Like he was like a big, like you could tell like he had like about three breakfast burritos that morning or whatever. So I was like, God damn, where is this like energy coming from? And he's just like hitting it, just like every two seconds, like he had a joke or whatever. Dang, like, my cheeks were Tony like Hitchcliffe's sore. Tony pretty funny, man. He's pretty funny. Like, he, have you ever been in a room with someone and like? Like you're funny. Like Art, Art, well, Art is a thanks. funny guy. Yeah, yeah. Let me put him over here for a minute. <laughs> have I ever been in a room with someone? Yeah. Have you ever been in a room with someone and then they're funnier than you, Check. and you feel like you can't be as funny because mm-hmm. that person's funnier than you? I actually saw that happen with Tony Hinchcliffe because usually wherever Tony Hinchcliffe not, goes, not really. But I've been in a room where someone's funnier than me, and it's intimidating that I just stay quiet. Yeah, that's been, what he yeah, was doing. Yeah. I've been in that situation, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's what he was where doing. Like, kind oh, of. I gotta get out of this guy's way. I'm gonna ruin his jokes. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what Tony was doing. So I was just like, <laughs> that was interesting to see because in my mind, like Tony Hinchcliffe's like, oh, like he's the he's the mad genius or whatever, yeah. and then like to see him like defer, I was he's like, hilarious. It's it's funny because you know we saw him here in Bakersfield when he opened up for Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and Joe Rogan, I'll stick by this. His, I think his stand up is like mediocre to like local stand up at best, mm-hmm. and I think I think his podcast is really and his UFC stuff is like the the better aspect of like what makes him interesting. Oh, yeah. But his stand up is like, man, don't quit your day job kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe is like amazing. Like he's he's 
he is a stand-up comedian you know like that's his bread and butter so yeah. like i don't listen to his store horseman show but i'm sure it's good i'm sure it's oh, funny yeah. like I've, I've killed myself <laughs> a couple times listening to it at yeah. the gym like, yeah. it's like it's, it's hilarious like Check in the middle out. of a bench press and then all of a sudden he says something i'm like oh wow i'm about to drop 225 pounds on my neck <laughs> like it's not safe i don't recommend it so uh, yeah i mean i'm not into wrestling but um when he was doing his um what was it when he come out came out as Kane? Oh, stand up Kane. Stand up Kane, like a stand up. <laughs> stand up Kane was hilarious. It caught me off guard. It was hilarious. <laughs> what was he saying? Like I should have ran for mayor or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if that's like a stick that he's been running with for a while, but mm-hmm. it was pretty funny. No, Kane is at the the guy Kane. He uh-huh. is actually uh, the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh wow. Yeah, like that's pretty. Cool. He pulled a Donald Trump. He's also Kane is a Republican too, believe it or not. I believe it. Yeah. He is a wrestler. So. <laughs> that is so weird. Like that wrestlers would be Republicans, but anyway, speaking of wrestling. So it was fun. Yes. Do you wanna <laughs> shout out um hey, hey, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh sponsor um uh Fightback C V D. You know what? I took some right before we came in right now. No. You know, I don't want to get the jitters while I'm recording or anything like that. And, so it helps with my anxiety. It helps. Actually, I went bike riding this morning, and so I kind of hit my leg again. I, I hit it all the time on the steel. But anyways, um, <laughs> you know, if you're uh, Eric's not here today, I'm mm-hmm. sure he's recovering from some type of ailment. He's he's kind of our MMA guy. But you know, if you're into MMA, if you're into any combat sport, and you need a, a way to help you recover, Fight Back CBD is the way to go. Their stuff is tested in some of the best labs in America. It's not some guy selling it out of his trunk in his car in the parking lot of a Denny's. <laughs> um, it's good stuff, man. If you're having trouble sleeping, I know Jacob was having trouble sleeping not that mm-hmm. long ago. They have uh, one that's infused with lavender and also has melatonin in it. Just a little bit of melatonin in it, just to give you that little bit to help you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, it really yeah. works, too. Like I'll say that. It really works. Like You take it, and for me personally, like when I'm like trying to fall asleep, like I just have all these crazy thoughts like running through my mind. Like, I want to run for mayor of Knoxville or some shit like yeah. that, you know, and it, it just it just puts you at ease, you know. Your mind is just in a good spot, and before you know it, I'm falling asleep. So, and that, that I gotta thank Fight Back, legitimately thank them for that. So, yeah, I mean, I think it really helps. You know, it really maximizes if you're just getting your eight hours of sleep. It really maximizes that, so you're ready to go for the next day. You feel fresh. You feel Definitely. ready to go. Um, so, if you want to go ahead and um, look them up you want to go ahead and purchase some of their stuff you want to look at their inventory you can go on www.fightbackcvd.com their instagram is fightbackcvd uh their facebook is facebook.com slash slash fightbackcvd so they're pretty easy to find just remember fightbackcvd is the best cvd in town so any town in america any town in america where are they based uh texas austin texas because i did go on their website um, I was looking into getting some for my husband and myself, mm-hmm. so I still have to order it. But because I was getting other people's like opinions if they've t- tried it. What do you? Um, what By do the you way, look? you're not Eric. Who are I'm you? I'm not Alex. Hi, <laughs> nice to meet everybody. <laughs> Who the hell are you? How'd you get here? <laughs> Eric finally got the procedure done, <laughs> and he fucking had made the long, it, uh, hair, the the long hair was a hint. So. <laughs> 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 All right, so introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Alex, and um, I kind of talked myself into this podcast. No, I actually invited you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, Number one fan. I kept, like, kind of, yeah, number one fan, but I kept kind of, like, dropping hints, like I wanted to come back and do Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, And if Eric wasn't going to do it, I would 
substitute. You, you sent us a suggestion. I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. And this uh-huh. is like four months ago. We were like, you guys should talk about this. And I was like, you. oh, I think it was Black Dahlia or something. I don't remember what it was. But what I was, was like, it? was it Black Dahlia murder? I can't no. remember. Anyways, you suggested it to uh-huh. someone, maybe me, maybe Jacob. I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, you should come back. This is not the topic you suggested. No. But still, we're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. There was another one, the Adnan one, that I still... I oh, have to watch that, that what it was? documentary, okay. though. I haven't watched it on All HBO. Right. We'll watch it, and we'll discuss it. Okay. One more episode to come back to. So anyways, you were uh, telling Speaking us about... Speaking of HBO. <laughs> 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 you were telling us about uh, the CBD uh, and your husband. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has... Um, he's had really bad anxiety, mm-hmm. and I'm on antidepressants and anxiety meds because of my illness, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but I get a lot of... Um, with all the medications that I take, I get really bad like symptoms because of them. So then I have to take more medicine for the symptoms. So I'm just trying to cut back on all the medications I take. Yeah. So I thought like I could try that and just cut like two or three pills out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, it, and it'll be it, a lot cheaper too. It's, yeah. it's definitely helped me. I've, I've dealt with anxiety for, for a few years, but recently, you know, I would say at the beginning of this year, it got really bad to the mm-hmm. point where I was like, I, th- I really thought I was dying. So like, for me, to be from where I was, you saw me, you saw mm-hmm. me like feeling really bad where I was like, I couldn't sit still. Like it was just bad for me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just from being there to where I am now, where I'm like, I mean, I still have to do other things. Like I go on bike rides, I do yoga, I do all these other things just to, just to get my, I started lifting weights again, just to try to get myself right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this definitely adds that def like that element of like, calm and everything's gonna be okay yeah without Mm -hmm. having to tell myself that you know so i highly recommend it (laughs) well you know people definitely i know like exercise works and getting outside definitely helps but some people just need that extra help Mm -hmm. to get them feeling straight so i mean if it's two in the morning you can't just go out there and i'm on bike well you know that's one of those things and that's that's just for anyone dealing with like anxiety or depression you know you should definitely try all the avenues not just Mm -hmm. one you should just you know, obviously, you know, I believe in their product and they're advertising on our podcast, but I still think, you know, go out do meditation, do yeah. bike riding, do yoga, do whatever it takes, you know, get yourself right. So that's just my two cents. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I need to try it because I wish we had some here with us. Yeah. <laughs> There's some in my cupboard if you want it. <laughs> Drop some right now. <laughs> but I, I relate it to it's kind of like milk of the poppy to Ooh. bring this full circle mm. or whatever, but um we recently yes today we were recording the official pre-season eight game of thrones podcast mm-hmm. kind of hope to do a little recap uh of uh, season eight you know once it ends in six weeks or whatnot um but this is also a redo of uh what art and i feel is one of our worst <laughs> podcasts of all time i was telling alex before uh you showed up or i was telling her i was like you know what I had to give it one more listen just to see what we did wrong or whatever. And it, it was tough, dude. It was it was like one of those episodes before we started hitting our stride. And it was really <laughs> cringeworthy. Like, you know how, like, you get, like, embarrassed, like, auxiliary to for other people? Yeah. Like, I'm sitting there, like, no one can hear what I'm listening to in the gym, right? And I'm listening to that podcast. And I'm just getting goosebumps because I'm just like, oh, wow. It feels like my butthole is showing here. In the <laughs> I never want to hear that episode again. No doubt. And, and, like... Yeah, I, I think it's probably our worst. I think I was asleep for the last 45 minutes of it. I, I was, like, quiet the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I would say after, like, 45 minutes to go in the episode, I'm just kind of going, yeah, all right. Yeah, you literally, <laughs> I think you fell asleep on the table. So, And then the audio quality is so terrible, but we're going to redo it. We're going to do this better. 
and this is what it's about. So. I didn't listen to it when you guys released it because I didn't. I knew I was gonna watch it, but I didn't want it ruined. Mm -hmm. So I didn't listen to it. And then after I finally watched all the seasons, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna. I yeah, can because listen you to it just now. recently yeah. started watching Game of Thrones. December. Like, yeah, I started watching it. You started right from season one, and you right. just finished season seven. Correct? Yes. Uh, Three weeks ago, I finished season seven. Oh, okay, oh, so yeah. it's, fresh. it's, it's all fresh. fresh. Yeah, it's all fresh. Okay, yeah. So, Art, you said like you don't, you haven't gone back. So and watched I it. haven't seen it since last year, whatever. Mm -hmm. When it, when did it come out? A year and a half ago. Ooh, 586 days, I believe the meme yeah. said today, this morning. Oh, wow, yeah, so it's <laughs> yeah. been 586 days. Yeah, so, but yeah, me and my girlfriend, we've been, what, since, since about Valentine's Day, that was our Valentine's Day, we were going to start Game of Thrones, and hopefully season get Season one? Yeah, season, from oh, wow. season one, and uh, catch up hopefully by April, and then last night, we finally made it all the way through uh, season seven, um, right up until, you know, you see Jon Snow's butt. Mm -hmm. Which is like the highlight. You got you fucking got a naked Amelia Clark there, but all I'm watching is Jon Snow's perfect, <laughs> like Compton Melon butt just popping out right there. But yeah, Compton we, Melon butt. Mm -hmm. What's you never <laughs> seen a Compton Melon? No. It's like a perfectly shaped little white melon. Just just and he has two of them. Just, oh, here's right. where his back ends, and then there's. I thought two. it was like some racist thing. I was like <laughs> Compton Melon. No, no. Okay. But anyways, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited. I mean, um, I I said at the last episode that we did on Game of Thrones, like I got Art to thank for my obsession with Game of Thrones. Um, just a real quick recap for me, yeah. Like I was when I first saw that there was a show called Game of Thrones, I was like, oh, what's this nerd shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And kind of put it off to the side. And then the, a lot of people have that same story. Where it's like, oh, what's this piece of crap nerd mm -hmm, shit? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it's literally become an obsession for me. Like anything, everything Game of Thrones, like I get like obsessed with. Like I know the whole backstory from a thousand years ago and <laughs> shit about how Aegon came over from the Volantis and conquered the fucking West Arrows or whatever. But um, it's literally <clears throat> probably the best show on television i don't know if you guys agree or not but i mean for me like it, it totally kills every show that's ever been out in my opinion yeah there's a few shows i've been obsessed with and this one i think after the first season i'm like okay i can see why people like it and mm. then sec second season kind of grabbed me and then third season i was obsessed oh yeah, yeah. red wedding yeah. yeah yeah oh cried yeah yeah I, I would say that this show definitely kind of reinvents the television like format where there's like new shows like Westworld and stuff like that that start mm -hmm. coming out there they, they want to be just as intricate intricate as Game of Thrones mm -hmm. with the character development all those things so since this show's come out I mean other shows have come out that try to create that that world that you can like submerge yourself into mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they definitely did it they did they did it in a time where like like the um like the office or something was kind of like the hot thing you know yeah like they went totally left with it and created this like intricate world amazing i remember season one i was watching it with um my then girlfriend's grandma yeah because she was into <laughs> it she was all about it she had all the books uh-huh so we were we would watch it together it was weird because there's so much nudity yeah <laughs> but it was still fun you know what I, th I relate it to is like a lot of shows out there, they kind of water things down because they're trying mm -hmm. to get it out to the masses. Like, so you're not going to see the nudity. You're not going <laughs> to see the, the incest relationship. Right. You're not going to see this hardcore stuff. It's a very adult program. And because of that, like it doesn't cut any corners. It, it, it gets right to where it needs to be. You know, like you watch, you know, Lord of the Rings or whatever. And it, it, it's a good, you know, series. You know, yeah. that's the closest thing I'll relate it to is uh, Lord of the Rings. It's a good movie series. But you can tell, like, you know, like, all right, the the, the studio's saying, all right, we got to kind of 
you know, curve this edge mm -hmm. right here because, you know, an, uh, an audience, uh, you know, a general audience isn't going to, you know, be able to stomach this. Game of Thrones just, you know, like you said, goes totally left field and says, hey, no, we're not going to cut any corners here. This is what the story calls for. This is what's going to make this the best it can be. And it totally goes there. So, Yeah, I was surprised, especially like season one with the um, finale with Ned. Mm -hmm. I was like, shit, what are yeah, they Yeah, how are you going to kill the, the main character? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I was watching it, so I started rewatching it with Jacob, uh -huh. and I could tell that Jacob's getting really into, um, uh, wow. not, not, oh, yeah, he was into Rob, and I was like, oh man, Rob, he's gonna be the, oh, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, you might not want to get too attached to that guy. I believe I was like, dude, I should be Rob Stark for Halloween, because Rob Stark, like the actor that plays uh -huh. him, uh, something matter or whatever, he looks just like one of my uncles, like to the T, like uh -huh. looks like one of my uncles. I was like, Oh man, I should send my uncle a picture of this man. Like we should be, we should, we should do this for Halloween or whatever. I don't know why I talk like Eric like that in that moment, but yeah, yeah like we were just like, yeah, like I was all about that. And like in the back of your mind, like oh, Jon Snow is just like a little bitch or whatever. But like Rob, like that was the yeah. man. That was good. That was gonna one that was gonna avenge everything. That was yeah. That was one of my favorites. And I was telling my sisters, and they're like, mm-hmm, like, try not to kill it. And then they're good um, for them. Yeah, they came down um, early January for my parents had come back from Mexico. And they're like, don't watch the last two episodes. We want to watch it with you. Mm -hmm. And my husband's been obsessed with Game of Thrones. So I told him, like, hey, my sisters are trying to watch these episodes with me. Like, what's going on? And um, and he's like, he's like, the last episode. He's like, let me look it up. And he's like, oh, no, I don't know why they would do that. He's like, they, like, they're not, they don't really matter. And I was like, okay. He had me going, though. Like, I totally okay, ate him up. Yeah, he sold it. Damn. So, and then. Good for him. That's a good oh. husband right there. No, man, I cried. And then they started recording me while I was watching. <laughs> you know, that's fucked up. <laughs> I was like, do not fucking put this on the internet. Because I was crying. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, bastards. And, you know, my husband, who became obsessed, he got sick two years ago. Right when the seventh season had come out. Oh, wow. He got really, really sick. And he was bedridden for like three weeks. So he didn't go to work. He was in the room. He started watching Game of Thrones. And he finished it in like three and a half days. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> That's all he fucking did. I'm like, get off the fucking bed and stop watching the show. And I remember walking in when um, the mountain is fighting, fighting um, Oberyn. Is that his mm -hmm. name? Uh -huh. Yeah. And I remember him like crushing his like eyes. That's and, like, one of the Aww. craziest moments. I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? Like, that's what I walked into. And I don't know why that like image stayed in my head for Game of Thrones. And then when I watched it, it just made sense uh -huh. too. But yeah, that's when you talked about they don't cut corners and they like mm -hmm. show you what people haven't shown you in the past. That's one of the scenes that comes to mind. Yeah, because it, that's real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember I've been trying to get some of my family members to get into Game of Thrones because they're really into like you know medieval stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they're super conservative Christian. Mm. And like no, I heard like you know there's incest or whatever. And I'm like I'm not not that I'm condoning incest, but I'm just like. There's, mix. In, there's incest in the real world, man. It, there is, yeah. yeah. It's just like it—it's it, the real world. It's not gonna, um, you know, paint a flowery picture for you, you know. And it—and it—it serves to character build these characters because mm -hmm. you, the the main bad guy, you know, yeah, it is the Night King. But besides the Night King, it's Cersei Lannister. Yeah. You gotta you gotta build her up as a villain, and what better way it is she's a controlling incestuous bitch. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. that. I mean, what better way? To make a bad guy, it's not you, like you know what the cool thing about Cersei's is is like as much as like like she's this incestuous like kind of like terrible character, 
there's like a little part of me that still like roots for her because she's still like badass like she's mm-hmm. still taking on like all these other people like and that's that, another layer of game of thrones yeah. that i love it's, yeah it's so well done like you understand like why you would want to like root for it i'm pretty sure they'll nobody like you said in real life nobody's 100 percent bad you know what i'm saying like the creators even talk about like yeah for all the bad that cersei is she has this immense love for her her children and then uh, i believe it was the last se- the sixth season when she blows up the sept or whatever mm-hmm. and everybody in it she's doing that for her family it's not like she's doing it you know for any you know i mean yeah she wants to become queen you like know. agree to disagree but she's doing it for, you know, because, you know, House Tyrell is fucking with her family mm-hmm. and, you know, that she's just, and the, you know, High Sparrow. Yeah. So she's like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm just going to blow the bitch down, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, like Art said, yeah. like, she's such a badass, you know, that you she, can't help she a little is, bit. She is badass. Like, okay, let, let's face it. There's characters that are definitely, like, there for you to love. Like, mm-hmm. John, Jon Snow. You, you love Jon Snow. You want to cheer for him because he's so kind. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like Ned Stark where it's like, oh, Ned. such a kind man. Like, you want to, <laughs> you should be the king. He should sit on the Iron Throne. And, <clears throat> but then there's these other characters that are, you're not, they're the, the total opposite. They're everything you should hate. And, but at the same time, but they're equally as, like, like Jamie, yeah. yeah. Jamie's a perfect example. Jamie, of that. Jamie is. Jamie should sit on the Iron Throne. <laughs> like Jamie would be the oddball, my oddball pick mm-hmm. to sit on the Iron Throne because he's he's kind of like. He, I would say he's kind of more of a mercenary. Like he's just mm-hmm. out to you know like what should he does he does right by him, mm-hmm. not by like uh, by who mm-hmm. was on the on the throne or whatever. You know he killed the Mad King because that was the right thing for him to do at that moment. He's kind of like mm-hmm. Ned Stark in a way. Like that's why they clashed so much in the first season. When you rewatch it, you're like, well the expression is you, you hate whoever you're most like mm-hmm. and like you watch it knowing everything that's about to happen these next sex, seven seasons or whatever you're like jamie's kind of like ned because he does the absolute right thing you know like he killed the mad king because yeah. he goes well what I, I have this conflict you know my duties say you know i have to obey my father but also obey my king when my father is saying to you know overthrow the king but the king is telling me to kill my father what do i do well the right thing is kill the king because he wants to burn everybody up mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like the better for the better the betterment of the realm would be to get rid of this fucking tyrant and you know, don't just let my dad you know do what he needs to do you know mm-hmm. he, he he has like those moments and when he meets uh brianna tarth mm-hmm. brianna tarth um he he gets that re- reaffirmation because everybody's giving him shape you know throughout the series like oh you're the king slayer or whatever and he goes well i did this for you guys mm-hmm. you know but he's not doing it for his own self-gratitude and i think that's what where you you start to develop a softness for jamie's because he's like no he's not doing it for himself he's doing it because that's what duty calls for and that's what's right and in a way he's a smarter version of ned stark poor ned yeah i think it's when he meets or he starts his journey with brianne that you get to see the side of Jamie that, okay, I, I love him. I know he's a prick and <laughs> sometimes he just goes way too far for his love for his sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, like for example, when he said he catapulted a baby to a, into a castle. Do you guys remember that scene when he was taking back, um, into castle ca- black? No, no. It was this, I think season six, Towards the end of the season, oh. he had he was with Kate, Catelyn's brother, 
um, telling him, you know, you need it. They need to release the castle back to us. Mm-hmm. And he tells him, I'd like, I don't give a fuck about you or your baby. I'd catapult that baby right into that to, cause Cersei's who I love. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn guy. But I think with Brienne, you kind of saw, she brought that like information out of him that you needed to know why he does things. And I kind of, I kind of saw her as like his, I don't know, like a little guide she helped us see who he would mm-hmm. who he really was and why he does shit because i can see the parallels be- between him and ned but ned was more for i feel he was just more stupid about it and mm-hmm. he he was nicer so he ended up with no head yeah but and in this world i mean you can't be like that and mm-hmm. expect to live mm-hmm. you either play the game of thrones or you die right <laughs> true yeah but you want to get into so, the questions? Yeah, let's get into some questions. We laid the groundwork. Yeah, so um, Art doesn't like doing a, a Talking Dead type shit. There's a show <laughs> I hate, and it's called The Talking Dead. Yeah. And it used to come on after The Walking, walking Dead. Dead. And so it made me uh, not a fan of this format. But let's try it, man. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll change it. We're, we're going to we're gonna revolutionize it. But I'm, I'm a very type A type of personality, so i got to have structure. So um we leave season seven and we get this image of Jon snow's perfectly shaped you know mm-hmm. fucking jennifer lopez and her Melan- prime what you call it melancholy uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> melancholy in the fucking the smashing pump- yeah the smashing pumpkins butt melancholy booty oh that's i like that better the pumpkin butt oh yeah so you get Jon snow just you know working that ass on uh danny uh khaleesi or whatever right but at the same time we find out oh that's actually she He's boning his aunt right now. So my first question that popped into my head after I got done watching, you know, season seven again was Mm -hmm. how do you think they're going to react? You know, once, you know, they find out, you know, John's true parentage. It can go a lot of ways, I think. I think. Wait, who who knows? Who knows right now? Just Sam and Bran. And the ghost of Ned Stark. I don't think they're going to stop fucking, but. (laughs) Mm, I don't know, because it almost brings you back to like all the things that we don't like about Cersei's. Mm-hmm. What makes them any different? You know, like yeah. they're almost just they're almost just kind of like in like polar opposites of themselves, like after the same thing. Like I don't know. I think they're gonna react poorly mm-hmm. <laughs> to answer your question. I think that they might like go their separate ways after that and that will create the division like you know what you had a strong force that could go up against the night king mm-hmm. and after that and once they find out that you know like he's been fucking his aunt or aunt? Yeah, yeah, aunt, aunt. His aunt, um i think they'll probably go their separate ways and what was strong once is going to become a lot weaker creates a little bit of a, a plot yeah. twist for them yeah because yeah. right now it's building up to like you know they have the dragon they can mine for dragon glass they can. They have two dragons on their side. They have Sir, or, uh, um, Daenerys Targaryen's army, and mm-hmm. like um, the North is with them. You know, like it's pretty strong. They have a pretty good fighting chance against the the Night King. But if they find out that they probably shouldn't be banging each other, they <laughs> might they might split up. And you know, what was strong once? I don't see that. You don't see it no. splitting up. No, I think they're gonna keep doing what they're doing. Cersei and Jamie is totally different. They're like twins. They grew up together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, with Daenerys and John, he grew up as a Stark. I mean, he is a Stark, but 
he was raised by Ned. She was raised out in Essos, wherever the hell she was at. And just because they learn, I think they're going to freak out at first, but I don't think they're going to stop what they're doing. And I kind of agree with both of you because I think it is going to get awkward at first because of their characters. You know, um, Danny doesn't want to be like her dad and or her, you know, past relatives uh-huh. or whatever. And you know, the Targaryens were infamous for that. They were infamous, infamous for you know having these incestuous relationships, and that's why the Mad King went mad because he was a child of that incest. Right. And so she doesn't want to be that way, but at the same time. It's fucking Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm straight as fuck. Art knows this. I say this every podcast for whatever. And says it. Not because he's insecure. <laughs> no. no I, not at all. I actually don't know why he says it, but he says it in every... <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to make himself believe. I'm trying to convince myself, guys. He always walks out of the bathroom saying, I'm straight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I send you naked pictures. I don't know why. But, you know, it, I fucking love Jon Snow. You know what I'm saying? So I can't see... But yeah, there's no shame in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. this great person. You're straight as fuck. Yeah. And I'll get back in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the same time, though, um, when you watch season seven, they, they keep dropping hints that, okay, you know, Jon might have some kids or is that mm-hmm, that's in mm-hmm. his, his mindset. When Jorah's... When he, go, when he goes to give, um, you know, Longclaw to Jorah, like, hey... You're actually the one that's supposed to have this sword. And then Jorah's like, no, you keep this sword now. My father gave it to you. Right. May it serve you and your children well. Mm-hmm. And you just see John like, oh, shit. Yeah, man, I got to have some children, man. And then Danny, you know, kind of throws that in there, too. Like, you know, the witch said that I can't have children. And then John kind of slides in there. And he's like, how do you know that? Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's building up to where I think John and Danny are going to have some kids. Yeah. You know, because even uh, Tyrion mm-hmm. was like, hey, we need to come up with. A plan. A plan yeah. for when you pass away because who's going to succeed you? Yeah, you might break the wheel, but how do we know the wheel won't come back if you don't successfully have a plan for mm-hmm. an heir? If you don't, if you can't have any kids, quote unquote. And so what I think is going to happen is, is like Art said, you're going to see that mm-hmm. division and that's going to be a plot point for maybe one, one, two episodes because it's only going to be six episodes. So you're going to see that, you know, that, that seed, okay, here's the, here's the crack in that strong alliance but eventually Danny's probably going to get pregnant and they're just going to have to come together for the child. So that's what I think is going to happen mm. with that. I don't see it. You don't I don't want to I don't I don't want to get into too much what I think is going to happen cuz I'm usually wrong. But just, just get into it. it. Okay, so that's I think, yeah, Okay, so I think that the only way that she cuz I feel like there's a truth to she can't have kids. Um which is why I think that the I called her the red witch bitch, but it's oh Mel- uh, Melisandre. Melisandre, um, yeah, because Melisandre is the friend, right? Masandi. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah okay. that's a- So Melisandre, I think she's going to be coming back, and I think she's going to either reverse that curse or possibly fix Wait, Daenerys. The curse- oh, oh, of because her not being her, have yeah, kids, not being going to have kids because she's been having sex with. Um, Dario. Yeah. So I feel like there is a truth that she can't get pregnant and something will happen to with Melisandre to where she can have kids, but I don't think she'll make it past childbirth too long. That's a possibility, too. That's what I was thinking, too, because... um, Do you think she'll die during mm -hmm. childbirth? It's possible, I think, yeah. Because when you think about it, 
the, the, which leads into my next question I was going to ask, who do you think is, you know, Azora High, which is the prophecy, you know, from the Lord of Light that, the, you know, the prince that was promised that's going to defeat, you know, the Night King. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the red priestess in Essos, they think it's Danny. You mm-hmm. know, before she left uh, Marine, they were saying it was her. Of course, Melisandre now thinks it's John. you know, and all clues, you know, point to John, mm-hmm. but they also point to Danny as well. So... I think as well that that's going to be, you know, a, a point of contention. Like, no, I'm the prince that was promised. No, I'm the princess that was promised. Because uh, Masande said, you know, hey, in Valerian, Azor High, that's not, you know, it's not gender specific. Right. You know, it's a very, it's a very progressive word. <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, it could be either or. It could be prince or princess. So maybe this, this child that they're going to have, maybe that's the actual prince that was promised that's going to lead to the defeating of the Night's King because they give you a lot of clues in previous seasons. Like, they don't give you too much of the White Walkers, you know, in the early seasons. They give you little hints, you know, throughout and towards the end of the season. And one of the seasons you see one of the White Walkers, uh, one of the head White Walkers, when he's turning the babies into uh, oh, uh-huh. yeah, White Walkers. And maybe that's it. Maybe they're going to try to, you know, get that child to turn into a white walker and then some kind of fucking freaky deaky you know right. red magic or whatever mm-hmm. that child's gonna kill the night king somehow and um one of my other questions was well how the fuck do you kill a fucking white walker dragon well when we were watching season seven again last night john and them they were fighting you know those little whites when they were gonna go steal one and bring it down to king's landing John kills one of the main White Walkers, and then you know a couple of the whites, the little skeleton well, yeah, the guys. one that made him. It's like zombie rules, but mm-hmm. it's like the person that made him is the one that takes all the ones that were made by him. Yeah, and then like once he dies, all the little whites die as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking happens. You know, this this baby's <clears throat> gonna kill you know the the Night's King. That's gonna be the dramatic finale, in my opinion. He, he's gonna try to you know turn you know John and Danny's baby into a White Walker, and somehow this baby you know kills mm-hmm. the Night King or something like that. So so okay, so in this scenario, like by the time we get to the next season, some time has passed, right? Hopefully, you, you, think, you think like a year is gonna pass from like. The- well, right now they're on the boat bumping, bumping fucking mm-hmm. nasties yeah. right now, right? And then the Night King, you know, the last shot is him, you know, with the dragon, you know, coming through the wall on. Um, East Tower by the Bay or whatever that place is called. <laughs> but, so they still <laughs> have the to march. They still have to march to Castle Black, you know, to fight. You know, the, the you know the wall. They still got to march to uh, Winterfell. So there's going to be some time because mm-hmm. if we look at the map of Westeros or whatever, it's going to take them, you know, some dead ass fools. It's going to take them some time to get down to Winterfell. So I'm I'm assuming they're going to have at least nine months or so, you know, for her to carry that baby. Okay, Carl, I got you. I got you. <laughs> okay, and so then my next question. <laughs> I love, I love the energy in this room, by the way. <laughs> I'm just going through what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm the- just thinking about it too. I'm like, all right. I mean, it, I mean, it can go a million different ways. I mean, that's the beauty of this show. It's mm-hmm. like there's no, there's no one path that can go. You know, it can go a million different ways. And and in my mind. When I'm trying to go to bed before, you know, Fight Back CBD came into the picture, <laughs> this is the shit that I would think about till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever, right? But um, to get off of that just a little bit, um, one of the things that they keep teasing us with is Clegane Bowl. So we got the Hound on one side mm-hmm. and the Mountain on the other side. And then last season they were talking about, 
He goes, I, I'm coming for you, brother. Mm-hmm. I've always been coming for you. And that's one of the biggest things that the fans have been wanting. They want to see that since season one. I think that's probably going to be one of the first things we get this season. I would say, like, episode one, we'll probably get oh, that. Oh, I hope so. Because who the fuck's going to be able to beat a fucking <clears throat> half-dead mountain? That dude's a monster, man. That guy is huge. I don't think it's just, it's just going to be the hound. Um, I don't know why I see Arya being in the picture to helping the mountain go down. Because is the mountain on her list? It, the mountain? No, it was hound on the her The hound was on her list, list. but yeah. I don't think the mountain was. I forgot who all But I don't think the hound is going to be on her list anymore. Like They kind of no, patched she, up their... Well, she said that she had taken him off his list, and that's why she didn't she kill him. She left him for dead at one point. Yeah, but was, she could have killed him, yeah. and he's like, I'm on your list, kill me. And she like dropped in and walked off. And when she went to... Oh, yes, the House she, of the Undying. Yeah, she told him that he she didn't do it because he she'd taken him off the, her list. Oh, remember they were playing that um, that game or whatever where Jacken would be like, okay, who is all on your list? And mm-hmm. she would like name people off. And then she said the hound, and she and he smacked her because she's like, no, you're lying. He's no longer on your list. And he goes, yeah, he is the mount or the hound, and they kept, kept smacking her or whatever. So technically, yeah, I think emotionally, <laughs> the hound is off of her list. But I think something crazy is going to happen like that. You're gonna, like you said, or maybe hopefully, I, I really hope. I, I think it'll mm-hmm. probably happen like episode one or two because yeah. you know you want to get that one out of the way for like the really big stuff. Like that's a big one, but it's not the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And it it's would a be a story. Yeah. It's more so, of a fan favorite thing. Yeah, so you can get you can get fan like um, the fans riled up episode one with like that fight. Oh yeah, that definitely. Plus, get I don't. Where going. is the hound right now? He's with John, right? Yeah, they're yeah they're at uh, Winterfell actually, they're, oh, or they're okay. going back to Winterfell. Yeah, going from back. King's Landing. And right? where's because the mountain now? He's with uh, Cersei. He's with Cersei. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like right by her. Because Jamie, I think the last one of the last. Uh, Scenes, scenes or whatever yeah. is that the uh, Cersei was gonna have the mountain kill Jamie, and mm-hmm. then that's why he leaves. Like, oh, you fucking serious? You gonna kill mm-hmm. me, bitch? And then he leaves, and the mountain just has a sword out ready to go. But I mean, they've been teasing this since uh, episode one. One, yeah, yeah, like where you know they're about to fucking go at each other mm-hmm. when the mountain. They're doing that what's it, the jousting tournament or whatever. I think I don't think that's episode. I think they bring it up episode one but i don't think you see the jousting until like two or three episodes yeah something something really super early and then you get them like fighting or whatever down on there and you can see like that hate you're like you just see these two big boys like fucking going at it or whatever Mm -hmm. and then the king's like enough with this bullshit and then you see the mountain getting ready to chop off the hound's head and the hound just like just stays there like just do it Mm -hmm. bitch i dare you you know so it's one of those things they've been teasing since season one that you really want to see. Man, I want to rewatch them all right now. Dude, are you sh- what the fuck have you been doing these last couple of months? <laughs> Not rewatching that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the beauty of this show. Like, I feel like you can rewatch it mm-hmm. over and over again. I think, fuck, I've done it like three times now already. I, st- I started to. As soon as I finished seven, I started rewatching. <laughs> wow. I'll say this, though. Like, you miss little things like that. Like, that's one of the things that you see. That you don't initially when you're watching it, like I'm sure when you first started watching Game of Thrones, like that was just like some scene that just happened or whatever, and you kind of forget about it mm-hmm. until later on when they have like those little previously on Game of Thrones, like those little mm-hmm. cut scenes or whatever at the beginning. You're like, oh yeah, that happened, and then it proceeds to lead into that during the episode. And you're like, there's always like those little hints of things that happen. Mm. That is true. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love the energy man 
Um, so going back to Danny, I guess, um, will she, do you think she'll go mad as well? No. No. <laughs> Wait, who? Danny. Or t- oh, Danny. Khaleesi, um, Khaleesi, Daenerys Targaryen, first of her name. I mean, she can, she can be crazy, but I don't think she'll go crazy. Have they hinted at that? Like kind of really- a little bit. Like when you see her, like, um, like fly off the edge and like burn people alive. I, I think season six, um, when she burns Sam's dad um, and Dickon Tarly or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, you know, uh, Tyrion's all saying like, "Hey, like show them mercy, you know, mm-hmm. so that way they have a change of heart, and then we can, you know." get their armies to join our army or whatever and she's like no they need to learn how to bend the knee and then she just burns everybody or whatever it's hard though to be in that spot so i mean everybody's gonna make mistakes i'm defending her killing those people no i kind of agree with you on that one though i know where you're going with that like it's a tough position to be in like leadership Mm -hmm. you know you never want to seem weak Mm-hmm. So I get where she's coming with that. I don't think that's more of a sign of madness as mm-hmm. a, as more of a sign of conflict and like inner conflict with how do you lead? How do you get respect from people with with having that fine line of I still want to be a good person, but I don't want to like seem weak. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got to also remember, too, she's really young because I guess in season one, she's supposed to be like 14 years old or something crazy like that. Obviously, Amelia Clark, she's probably like 32 or something like that. But like. Um, storyline wise um, she's really young and if we deduct the math if she's 14 in season one and in season eight that's eight years later Mm -hmm. she's in her early 20s you know she's barely you know legal enough to drink and shit so i mean i know i wasn't making good decisions either when i was 22 were you gonna tell me and you weren't in that position so i wasn't what you weren't in that position no oh fuck (laughs) no i was a manager at mcdonald's and you don't even want to know all the mistakes (laughs) i made during that time period like so leadership is a hard job (laughs) (laughs) People were questioning whether Jacob was mad or not at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Puts too much mayonnaise on those burgers. <laughs> He's gone mad. <laughs> All right. And I guess I guess another question I had was, what does the Night King want? Like, what is his purpose? Like, that's like the one thing we all, we know what Cersei's motives are. We know what Danny's motives are. We know what John's motives are. But we don't know what the White Walker's motives are. Like, why are they marching on the living? Why are they march trying to get past the wall? Like, why... Why? What, what's their purpose? So here, what makes them evil? Here's one thing that I, I did hear about. And my brother-in-law, I wish I would have paid more attention to it. <laughs> but my brother-in-law was talking to, to me about um, the Night King mm-hmm. um, yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday was my sister's birthday. So we, we were talking about it. Happy he birthday, was, sister, Trejo. Yeah, Happy and um, <laughs> he, he was talking about how Bran, I like a uh, Bran right here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how Bran, when he goes back in time, he kind of gets stuck in those time periods. Yes. Like, he can be in that moment, but if he stays in that moment too long, he can become, like, part of that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was talking about how um, his theory was that ultimately Bran will go back to a point where he will ultimately become the Night King. Ooh. And so I was kind of like, that's crazy. I like it. I can kind of see that because another question I had, like, how is Bran? Okay, yeah, Bran can see things that are happening now, and he can see things that are happening in the past. But other than revealing John's parentage, like, Mm -hmm. what good does that really serve? You know what I'm saying? Like, in a war where you got a fucking ice dragon and fucking Mm -hmm. two other dragons or whatever, like, how is that going to help anything? Why is that even going to matter or whatever? And I can see that would be a a huge plot point because the Starks. Uh, the actual family lineage of them, they're like some of the original men. 
and when you know Danny and John are in that cave or whatever, he's showing her, hey, the original men and the children of the forest, like the people who actually made the White Walkers, um, they worked together originally to defeat them. So I mean, I could see something like that, like Bran, who is named after Brandon the Builder, the guy that actually built the wall, Brandon, mm-hmm. the original Brandon Stark, whatever. I can see him being one of those um, seeds that you know are the cause of all this, but also to like the 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 remedy for mm-hmm. this as and, well. And one of the things I haven't, I'm sure that that theory is something that's floating on around on YouTube and the internet. So um, Reddit, yeah, Reddit's mm-hmm. all about this shit. But um, one thing that I, I, it just hit me right now because, okay, so after Game of Thrones ends, they are playing on doing a, like a pre-Game of Thrones yes. type of thing, right? There's no name out for that yet? I don't think so yet, no. Okay, so one of the things that would make that interesting is like you develop these characters and if that theory pans out to be true, that Bran goes back and ultimately starts becoming the Night King... Um, it would make that more interesting, I think, because now you have that establishment of like Bran. We've known him this whole time as being like this like innocent guy who's becoming more and more detached from mm-hmm. from his family and like reality. And I don't know. It would be it would be kind of cool because at this point you have like brother against brother. Like you have Bran going up against John. John. So that would be kind of cool. That would be because at this point it's like everyone. It's so easy just to hate the Night King. Like there's no and there's no reason well, for it. I don't think. Well, the Night King, I see more like a zombie. I don't think they they have, like, why they're doing it. It's just their purpose because they were made by the children of the forest to defeat the men that were killing the children of the forest. Mm-hmm. So I think it's. I mean, I don't. There's no more sense than just killing for them. I don't think. I mean, it would make it more. I, interesting. I agree with that, but at the same time, like, why not just keep them in like those brainless zombie things? Because the Night King does seem to have more of a purpose. Like, yeah, he has intellect. Yeah. yeah, there's more intellect. There's actual like strategy. Because he could have killed John and everybody at Hardhome when you know he originally popped up mm-hmm. and he killed all the uh, wildlings when John was going to get them and put them at Castle Black. He could have just obliterated them all, mm-hmm. but he didn't for whatever reason. Because there's like he, you can tell like there's there's strategy at hand. When you watch like The Walking Dead, like I'm not talking about like you know season three or beyond that, but, but the earlier ones or <laughs> yeah. whatever, or you know Day of the Dead or something like that, it's just they're mindless zombies. Right. But the Night King, like you can see, there's there's something going on behind those blue eyes. Right, you know and he was originally made, so I don't know. If, hopefully, they say more about that this season. Like mm-hmm. they explain his side of things, not his side of things, but they explain why he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. I don't see the brand thing finding out. That would only that that would be interesting. I just don't see that happening. I like that idea too because what what Art was saying too is it builds this whole other world. Mm-hmm. Like, let let's face it. Like, we've had ten years of Game of Thrones, and this is just one little story out of the freaking just this humongous world mm-hmm. that George R. R. Martin has created. There's other stories. There's previous stories. There's future stories that have, have been told by him. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why he hasn't finished, you know, the main mm-hmm. books here. But, um, and those stories to me are just as interesting, if not more interesting, mm-hmm. you know, than this little series. It's kind of like Star Wars. And I hate to bring Star Wars back into another <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones episode, but you have the original trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. That's just one little segment of this bigger story that can just keep growing and growing. And if we're going to have a prequel um, series where, you know, you're going to explain, you know, the whole, you know, this whole gap before, you know, the Song of Ice and Fire with Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen, 
this just this is just more canon for us to get attached to. Mm -hmm. Like I believe last episode you were or Game of Thrones episode you were talking about the whole Vader series. You know, there's this whole you know comic book series of where Darth Vader. You know, Vader down series. Yeah, he's doing all this badass shit that you don't see like in the movies or whatever. And it just it's not there just to get you to buy you know a little porg doll or whatever. It it serves to create. you know, a depth to this character. Mm-hmm. It serves, uh, you know, just more information about this world that we all love. So I, I totally, I'm all aboard for that brand being a goddamn Night King. Yeah. I mean, I he's already fucked that. it up with Hodor, so the whole Hodor well, story. Yeah, didn't you, Hod- it, it, didn't yeah. you hate him after that a little bit? Like, you motherfucker. The Hodor is kind of like the, um, the perfect example of that because you know he's been saying Hodor since we can remember but mm-hmm. now we find out why and it's right. something that happened in the future affecting something that happened in the past mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so kind of cool I kind of mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that he is the Night King now after yesterday when my brother-in-law told me that I was like what that would be badass yeah mm-hmm. but I mean and not only that too but like it serves to um, create that conflict like Bran has been nothing but good this whole series I mean, he's not Jon Snow good, you know, or it's just pure good. But in Game of Thrones, nobody's 100% good or 100% evil. And, like, that would help build, like, that dichotomy for that character, I think, in my opinion. And have mm-hmm. we seen the Night King walk? Or is he always on a horse? Oh, no, he walked. No, he walked. Remember, he, he got off the yeah. horse and he threw yeah. that spear at the dragon? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And then he did the whole, like, Undertaker that thing. Been, that would have been all, like, that would have been, like, <laughs> case closed. He's, that's the guy. <laughs> his little, like, soldiers, like, come and bring him his little white walker wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> his ice chair <laughs> that would be badass an ice chair oh, <laughs> they play murder ball on their way to the wall <laughs> oh. little ice capades or whatever and shit oh, that'd be badass but um another big question <laughs> to get away from the night king or whatever <laughs> is who do you think is gonna kill uh cersei because um one of the seasons i believe season four or whatever it did a cold open where you know cersei's a little girl and she visits uh, maggie the frog which is mm-hmm. his witch mm-hmm. and she says you're gonna have three children your husband's gonna have like 25 and your children are gonna have a hair of gold but they will all die and uh you will die and be replaced by somebody prettier and better than you and so this is when you see when you get this back information, you see like the reason why Cersei does the things she does is because she's trying to protect her children because she knows that that prophecy that witch gave her is like, oh, my children are going to die. Some bitch is going to come, you know, and replace me. That's why she has so much vitriol towards, you know, what's what's the dying piece girl from uh, House Tyrell? Marjorie. Mar- Marjorie. Yeah, yeah. When she that's why she has so much hate for her because she she knows this information like oh this bitch trying to replace well that's why me. she hated Sansa oh yeah she hated Sansa at first and now that's why she hates fucking Danny so much too mm-hmm. and she doesn't know who's gonna be that girl that's mm-hmm. gonna be trying to replace her and so that's why she does things like uh-huh. blow up the scepter or whatever because she's trying to reverse that so a part of that um, prophecy is that you will be killed by the Valonqar which in Valyrian means little brother so that. It's gonna be Jamie. It's gonna be Jamie. It's gonna be Jamie. Jamie was born a few minutes before, or a few after, minutes after, after, so that's why he can't be king, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be Jamie. You think so? Yeah, it's gonna be. It would make so much more sense that it's mm-hmm. Jamie, like having like the ironic aspect of him trying uh, or actually killing like the person he loves the most. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he loved his kids as, as much as he he loves Cersei. No. I don't see that. Yeah, like he did. I don't think he loved them as much as she did. Um, another popular theory is, you know, obviously there's Tyrion because he's the younger brother or whatever. But that's to me, coming. that's too obvious. No. 
Um, another one could be um, the little brother could mean, you know, the child that's inside her. If she's even pregnant, you know, this could be all just. No, a, she's. She was when I heard first. I'm like, you bitch. I don't you think know, she's actually pregnant, dude. I don't think so either. I look. I didn't think she was pregnant, but the first time when she told Jamie, because I'm like, you're just, she's manipulating you. Mm-hmm. But when that White Walker came towards her, the her first reaction was to jump back and touch her stomach. That's the only reason I thought, okay, maybe this bitch is pregnant. Mm-hmm. But not only that. Let's say she is pregnant. If the Valencar, let's say, is the little brother. What if this child, the boy, and what, like, what if she, we mentioned, okay, what if Danny dies in childbirth? What if that's what actually ultimately kills her? Like, cause that would be poetic justice as well. Like she spent her whole lifetime trying to protect her children. And then her, her last child that she may or may not have ends up killing her. Like that to me, that would be a poetic justice as well. But the child wasn't in the prophecy. Well, if, if it never gets born, it like oh. dies and kills her somehow. I don't. I'm not a OB- at this OBGYN. point though I don't, I don't know how that shit works but fuck. <laughs> at this point though I don't think I want her dead I like I think I want her back like in prison and being humiliated really for the rest of her life <laughs> I mean it's interesting because like art said earlier like I mean yeah she is after the night king like she is the fucking ultimate bad guy of this series mm-hmm. but at the same time like do you want her to suffer or do you want her just to die like I mean for me personally like I think that's like there's so you, she's been one of the only consistent figures since season one. Like I kind of want to have like I want her to have a badass death. You know what I'm saying? The, the bitch that fucking blew up the whole sept or whatever. Like you can't just die like you know mm-hmm. like just inconsequentially. Like I want you to have some kind of badass death or some kind of character redeeming death. You mm-hmm. know where like okay she ultimately helps him defeat you know the White Walkers or something like that. But she's got to die by the Valencar. So I mean. Another theory could be that it could be Theon as well. I mean, that's a way low on the list theory. Yeah. But I'm just going through all the fucking theories. Like, I've been looking at it two in the morning before I started taking flight back CBD. <laughs> I think that's going to be Jamie, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, would, it, it would make no sense if anyone but Jamie killed, him, killed mm-hmm. her. So, yeah. All right. So, will Arya finish her list? How many names does she have on the list? Left. Cersei. So I actually had it written down, so I'm a dumbass <laughs> earlier when I didn't say it. So the people that have been on her list is Cersei, Joffrey, Sir Ellen Payne, The Mountain, The Hound, Melisandre. Well, was on it. Oh. Yeah. Beric Dondarrion, Thoros and Mir, Tywin, uh, Marin Trant, and Walder Frey. And out of all those, I think she's killed Marin Trant, that one soldier guy uh-huh. um, that she got in trouble for killing. <laughs> Uh, Walter Frey mm-hmm. cooked up her The son. whole goddamn family. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Um, fed him his kids, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. In the pie. Or oh, and that was like one of the best goddamn scenes. That was a good one. Uh, but yeah, um, she didn't kill Joffrey. Um, she didn't kill Thoros Amir. That was the guy that keeps resurrecting Beric Dondarrion. He died from that fucking um, zombie polar bear. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tywin, obviously, he got shot by uh, Tyrion. Tyrion so. on the toilet. The only ones that are left is Cersei, um, Sir Ilan Payne. Um, he's the guy that um, in the first couple of seasons, he, you don't see him hardly ever anymore. He still pops up. But I he thought did, he died. No, no, he didn't die. No. The, the original actor got tongue cancer. That's why he doesn't talk. Oh. And so he had to take time off. And so now he just kind of plays like the background. Hmm. You actually do see him like in uh, season six and seven. Um, but yeah, he's still pop, bopping around in the background or whatever. But he's the guy that... Um, 
is gonna kill um, Lady uh, Sansa's dog, mm-hmm. and I remember he's one of the guys that I think I think he's actually the executioner that chops off Ned Stark's head, so that's why she, he's on her list or whatever. But she he's still alive. The Mountain, the Hound, uh, Melisandre, and then Beric. Beric, who's Beric? Uh, he's the guy with the eye patch with the flaming sword. Oh, okay. Yeah, so those guys are still on the list. So, dang, that's a lot. Of, that's still a lot of names. I thought they was shorter. Yeah, that was shorter. Um, the Hound's off our list, though. We can, we can conclude. That I he's think off that the okay. List. We can scratch off the Hound and the Mountain because I think those are, they're going to kill each other off. So I think real it'll quick, be a poetic death. My thing is, I think they're going to go at it, like Art said, like in season one or two or whatever. And there's going to be some something where okay, the Hound needs Arya's help or Arya sees that the hound needs mm-hmm. help or whatever they both kill the mountain together or whatever mm-hmm. but the mountain gets some kind of like brutal fucking hit on the hound and so the hound needs to he's like just get it fucking over with and like needs sure. Arya to like just end it all so yeah. that could be a way out Arya is my favorite character uh-huh. man I hope there's a lot of Arya in this in this season I honestly think she's the one to rule to be I hope so I hope so because she'd be younger mm-hmm I guess she's prettier, right? Those are the rules of the the person that would take over the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, I would love it if she if she ruled the kingdom after like all, all is said and done. I think so too because it's if it. I mean, John, you got to think about it. John, they keep planting hints that okay, he's like living on borrowed time. Yes, he got brought back to life, and it's gonna break my heart when the motherfucker dies again. But like, you got to think like okay. He's just there to help defeat, you know, the the white. Bring everybody together and help defeat, mm-hmm. you know, the the White Walkers or whatnot. Danny's there to break the wheel. They keep hinting at like, okay, but what's going to happen after this? Because they're not going to live forever or whatever, right? So, Art to me, I think Arya, she'd be the one to rule everything. I think or, she deserves it because that girl's a badass. But at the end of the day, does she want it? I don't think she wants the throne. That's the thing. I would say up until, you know, when she did that whole training with the, the girl has no name. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think she, up until then, I think she would have been perfect for that. But I think now she's like very selfless. We'll see what happens with this, you know, now that she's mm-hmm. back with the North and she's back in Winterfell. We'll see if she wants to take it over again. And then I think if Bran does become the Night King, I think that that would add another element of like Arya versus Bran. And like, mm-hmm. it would be so poetic if she's the one to kill them because they're the most similar ages together. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be badass if they like ultimately duel it out. Because she does have that dagger that um, was going to be used to kill Needle? Bran. No, no, not Needle, but that dagger. Remember when Bran's supposed to get killed or whatever and it, that, that dagger turns out to oh, be. Oh, yeah, Baelish. Yeah, the Lord one, Baelish's the Baelish. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it, it's Back a, from season one, right? What, yeah. When yeah. Send the assassin? Okay. And then. That's a, a Valyrian steel uh, dagger. Oh, and that can kill mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Nightwalkers. And you got to think about it. This is all about poetry, like poetic deaths or whatever. That dagger oh, was sent to that kill. Would, that would be to kill Brand. Jacob, you just, mm-hmm. you just, yeah. You all made right. it go full circle, man. Uh, you just blew my mind. Dude. <laughs> yeah, because originally that dagger was sent to kill Bran as a little boy. Mm-hmm. Well, why? You never really get that resolution. Why did, you know, Baelish want that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they give the little bullshit thing like, oh, okay, yeah, they don't want to get caught. Little fingers like, oh, they wanted to blame it on Tyrion. And Tyrion stole it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But the three eye rate if we were going to go through the three eye raven route maybe he's the one that whispered that into little fingers ear like just uh, end it all right now mm-hmm. 
But Arya. Maybe that was Bran trying to kill himself before. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> so, fight back CBD. This is the shit that I think about before I go to bed, right? So I hope that happens. Yes, right? Because that would be so badass. And because the last season, too, they spend so much time on this dagger. And Bran even gets mm-hmm. the dagger back mm-hmm. from Baelish. And then Bran, you know, the next um, scene or whatever, he goes, it'd be wasted on a cripple. And he gives it's it to Arya. Arya. Mm-hmm. For no other explanation than, you know, that, oh, okay, she's a badass. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to spend that much time focusing on him giving her that dagger if it's not going to mean something down mm-hmm. the line. Dang. If, if, that, if that happens, man... <laughs> Fuck. This is why this shows the shit. Damn. Damn, man. So, I'm going to be hitting the bongo. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We call that shit. Anyways, all right, what else you got on your list, man? Well, speaking of Arya, um, and you brought it up of how she had the training in the House of the Undying. Um, she keeps fucking up when she's training because she, she's supposed to be no one. She's mm-hmm. supposed to kill... Not for her own personal gain, but because that's, you know, what it calls for, right? And she keeps fucking up. You know, she kills, you know, Sir Marin Trant. You know, she kills, you know, other people instead of the people she's supposed to kill. Mm-hmm. And she keeps getting in trouble. And that's why she goes blind. <coughs> well, we never really get resolution, you know, from Jackin. You know, that's her, you know, the guy okay. that's teaching her or whatever. He just kind of smirks, you know, when she goes, you know, when she kills, you know, that other little girl. Wait. Yeah, the waif. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of just like assumed that, oh, he forgave that. But we don't, nothing's for certain right there. So do you guys think that, you know, somehow Jacqueline's going to come? Let, let's say that that scenario doesn't play out that I just gave you. Yeah. Let's say we get a heartbreak and Arya dies because Jacqueline comes back. Because it, Melisandre went over there. That's where Melisandre went this uh-huh. last season. She went over there. What if Melisandre, he comes back with Melisandre because Melisandre and Arya have a scene together where... Hey, we will meet again. Mm-hmm. I that, think that I think that's possible. I think it's sadly I do think that is possible. And those people that in the house of the um, house of the undying or whatever, they worship the god of death. You know what's badass? Now you mentioned the god of death. You know, going all the way back to season one when Arya's getting her sword fighting training. Mm-hmm. And first of all, Arya has the biggest collection of the most badass people like mm-hmm. right to like apprentice her. Right. So like that sword fight. What was the teacher's name? Do you know? You guys know? Oh God, it was in my head just right now too. But he is badass. Like uh-huh. he deserves his own show, and he gives her the badass <laughs> line like, "The only true God is the God of Death." And what do mm. we say when we meet the God of Death? Not, Not today. today. Yeah. I think that line will come into play later on if that happens. If he comes to go find her and like, and then she does the whole like "Not today" thing. Again, poetic as fuck. What if he comes back? Because oh, we never if got. He, if he comes back as him, mm-hmm. what if that was him the make, whole time? Mm, he's been training her this whole time. Mm-hmm. And then, well, he also gets training from the Hound, mm-hmm. which is like the other badass one. And then doesn't she also get training from um, Brienne? Brienne, yeah. So it's yeah. like all the badass characters she's getting training mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but Gendry as well, um, Robert's bastard. Like oh, we yeah. were talking, me and my girlfriend were talking about that. Where is he at right now? Uh, he he's with John. Yeah, yeah. He, he ran the whole way to the oh, castle yeah. again. He was on a rowboat for like two seasons. <laughs> well, he was on a rowboat for like six yeah, seasons. Yeah, he was on a rowboat for six. It was six. And they kind of make fun of that in the last season. I just barely caught it. Like uh-huh. when the seasons were going on, it went over my head. But when you rewatch it again, he was like, 
um, what's his name, Davos, uh-huh. he made that joke. He goes, I thought you would have been still rowing by now, you know, because he meets him in Flea Bottom again, uh-huh. you know, doing, you know, some uh, hammering, blacks, blacksmith yeah, shit. Uh-huh. And he goes, I've been waiting for you this whole time. Where you been at? And he goes, I thought you were still rowing. <laughs> and so um, he, th- there's got to be some kind of arc with him, her mm-hmm. and Arya as well. So maybe he... Arya falls for that, you know, that guy, that not today guy or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, fuck that shit, you know, and just clobbers him with a hammer. Because if my assumption is correct, you know, where Arya might sit on the throne, she's going to need, you know, a husband or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. To go who, with that guy. who better to have next to her than, than Gendry? The one true king. Yeah, who has king's blood in him right. as well. So it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I like that. It's pretty no, good. And the only person that could help her, because when Brienne and the Hound are talking this last season, like, Who's, if, if he, the Hound asks uh, Brienne, like, well, who's protecting her in Winterfell? And she goes, she doesn't need protecting. Yeah. But in reality, I mean, you can be the most badass person in this series. You're still going to need somebody to by have your side. your back. Yeah. yeah. And I, who better, I think, other than John, than Gendry, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think have I, them paired. What's that? You do? I have them paired. Uh-huh. You do? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I mean, because it makes sense. I mean, why would they spend all this time together when she becomes a boy or whatever, and she's uh-huh. about to go up to the wall uh, with that, um, with, what was, it was like Ned's friend or something like that, who was from the Night's Watch. That's the one that kind of kidnaps her or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, they spent like almost two and a half seasons together. What That wouldn't be for nothing. You know, there has to be some kind of resolution there, I think. Yeah, my sisters think he's going to be paired with Sansa, but... I, no, I so I don't see it. I see Arya. I hate Sansa. But that kind of leads annoying. me to one of my other questions, though. Too is is that okay? So Sansa, she was originally married off to Tyrion. They're technically still married. Mm-hmm. Do you think they they uh, align themselves together again if Tyrion doesn't die? No, I don't. I'm sure there's some character out there that like she'll marry and like keep an eye on the North for. But I don't think so. I think Tyrion's going to play a much bigger role, though. I am excited about Tyrion's role. Because there's a lot of possibility that Tyrion might have Targaryen blood. Exactly. That's where I was going with this, yes. That is exciting. And the reason why... Um, have you heard that theory? I've heard the theory... My brother-in-law brought it up again mm-hmm. yesterday. He brought Shout up out Arch's brother-in-law. <laughs> he, I don't know your he, name. He should have br- came on the he podcast. He knows way more about Game of Thrones than I do. But he did bring up a specific scene where... Sorry, Alex. No, no, no. You're good. <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's room for four microphones. You got four microphones going. How about um, we do, when we do the, uh, the follow-up? After, after season eight's over, Eric, I'm sorry. You're going to have to take another day off. Go get drunk again or whatever. <laughs> But we're gonna or watch I seven seasons. I don't think they'll weeks. mind it. I don't think Eric will mind. Oh, get, get drunk again, man. Talk about uh, grandpa's all cough medicine. Man. I like how you guys <laughs> always use that voice when you guys talk like Eric. It's been his voice since like we work together. It's hard. Uh, but he did bring up the where uh, he meets the dragons right for the first time. I mean, mm-hmm. Not to get all like episode one of this version of, of where we specifically break down scenes, but. In that scene, he does meet the dragons, and the dragons do not react to him. Like they're just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, they smell him. They're like, oh, you, he's cool, and he just talks to the dragons like, I'm friends with your mother, mm-hmm. and he just keeps mm-hmm. walking. Like they don't do anything aggressive towards him, and the dragons only do that to Targaryens, mm-hmm. which was weird. And I didn't hit me till he brought that up yesterday. But I was like, that's right. And then John too. Remember when Drogon came back from fucking up the Lannisters? Um, they come back to Dragonstone, and then John. He lands right in front of John, and John's like, "Oh shit!" And then he comes up and he smells John, 
John goes out for whatever reason, takes his glove off and starts <laughs> petting him or whatever. And he allows it to happen after he just got done like obliterating everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a, a, a big um, theory is because why does time, other than him being an imp and he killed, you know, his wife during childbirth, why does Tywin give Tyrion so much shit? Well, the theory is, like in the backstories, is, is okay, Tywin Lannister, he served his hand to the Mad King. Now, the Mad King was kind of like, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Baratheon. The, the Robert Baratheon? Robert Baratheon, yeah. where, where, you know, he took many wives, he, you know, he banged his sisters or whatever, because that's, that's what um, Daenerys is. She's, a pro- her aunt is her mom as well, you right. know, kind of thing. Um, but he also had a bunch of illegitimate bastards as well. And the theory is, is that um, the Mad King coveted Tywin's um, wife at the time and that he was having an affair with her. Mm. And the reason why he hates Tyrion so much is because he is the product of the Mad King and, you know, his wife having an affair. And so that's why he gives him so much shit. Like, because you see, like, I've, I've known about this theory for a while. So when you go back and watch it again, you see, like, that struggle with Tywin where he's, like, where Tyrion does something badass, like, where he leads, you know, the, the Battle of Blackwater or whatever. And he's, like, he's trying to be gruff with him. But he's like, okay, you might be my son. And he says little subtle hints to that, like, okay, you might be my son because you did this badass thing. Mm-hmm. And so he gives him, you know, he, you know, backhandedly, you know, gives him compliments, compliments. or whatever. But then when he, when Tyrion fucks up, he's like, you can see it in his mind, like, okay, yeah, no, you're the mad, you're the mad king's son. So that, in my opinion, like, that's, that's why Tyrion, like, again, like you said, he was able to touch the dragons because... Yeah. Maybe that theory is true. Maybe he is the Mad King's, you know, illegitimate son. I mean, it did surprise me how fast Tyrion, or Cersei took to, not Cersei, Daenerys took to Tyrion. Mm -hmm. Because that's who she was going after this whole time. That's who killed, you know, her parents and her brothers, and her brother, and why she was left with her other brother. And her whole mission is to get there, take her throne back, and kill these people. So why not kill Tyrion. And Tyrion too, like when you watch Tyrion, like he has like the like you 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 see, you know, Jamie, you know, how he has these inner conflicts or whatever. You see Cersei, she's <laughs> she's a bitch basically. Mm-hmm. And you see like this this love that Tyrion has for people, you know, going all the way back to season one where he helps Bran with his legs. You you see him, you know with John. Yeah, he helps he helps John, you know, he gives comfort to him, you know, bastard, you know, imps are, you know, their son's bastards or whatever, basically. Like, he, him and John have this, like, unspeakable bond as well that, hey, maybe because they're actually related or whatnot. But you see, like, this immense love that he has, even for his captors like Jorah and Varys and things like that. Those aren't traits of the Lannisters, Mm-mm. you know, even the ones you like the most, like Tommen. Like, you, you even, you see, like, this immense love that he has that is kind of like, you know, Danny's that she's trying to show to her people that, you know, when she takes over a land or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible. You it know? is very possible. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that till yesterday, but I think it is very possible. And can you imagine seeing that as well? Like, okay, hey, John, guess what? You're banging your aunt. Oh, but guess what, too? Tyrion, you're actually, you know, the half-brother Brother. of Khaleesi mm-hmm. right here. So all three of you are new House Targaryen right now. So that'd be a badass moment, I think, so be a weird moment but yes it would there's be so bad. much shit to fit into six episodes i don't know how they're gonna do well, it well some of the episodes are an hour and a half long mm-hmm. so it's still not enough. the last one i think is like two hours long oh. mm. i'm not complaining one bit me neither yeah i think that's what it needs 
Um, I think last time we talked about how like this the last season, season seven, like it kind of like there was too much resolution, and mm-hmm. then you hinted to it, like mm-hmm. when Gendry was running to the wall, like you're just like, how does that happen so fast or whatever, right? And you said it, you hit the nail on the head, like last episode when I was re-listening to it. It's just like just make them longer, and it would make more sense because some mm-hmm. of those scenes they need time to breathe. So I, I I love the fact that not only because you get more Game of Thrones or whatever. But because some of those scenes, they need time to breathe. Right. When you have those regular 10-episode seasons, uh, like when they're, you know, beyond the wall or whatever, and they're being circled by, you know, the White Walkers on that little ice capade thing, you know, that could have been, you know, three episodes right there. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been so much of a better episode. But if it's an hour-and-a-half episode as opposed to, you know, a 50-minute mm-hmm. episode, it gives it more time to grow and breathe and yeah. stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think they fit way too much into that one episode. Like, how do you run? <laughs> I don't, never mind. Just keep going. That was a funny episode. Yeah. I mean, it's good still because, you know, when you rewatch it, like knowing that, you know, what's going to happen or whatever like that. I mean, if that's the worst thing you can comment. Yeah. Like when you got shows like The Walking Dead that is basically rehashing the seasons over and over mm-hmm. again. Like, do you watch The Walking Dead? No, I stopped a long time ago. Oh, good. After what yeah. season? I want to say I don't know how many seasons there are. Four? I think there's like 12. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I started my job in 2009, and that's, I think, when that show premiered. And that shit's still on the air. So, yeah, they've got to be like oh. 11, 12 seasons deep. I I was really in love with season one. I thought season two was pretty good. Season three was kind of where I was like, I think we were watching season three together or something. Mm-hmm. And then I was just kind of like not feeling it. But I felt kind of guilty for not feeling it because mm-hmm. I was like, this seems pretty repetitive. I think I gave mm-hmm. up after season three. It's the mm-hmm. same. It's the same thing over and over. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyways. So Rick's still in there, right? Who? Rick. No, I think no, he died he last season. Like, that was the big, like, jump in the shark thing. He's, like, banging Michonne now, right? Yeah. They had, like, a kid. Because my... Okay, so Miriam, we went to school together. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Miriam. She still, watch, she still watches it with her husband. And she's, like, just trying to tell me what's going on. I'm like... Who had babies? Like, and then suppose there's a time jump. It was time what? jump. Jacob. I love it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with that show. All right, go ahead, Jacob. <laughs> All right. So, like I alluded to earlier, <laughs> what do you think Melisandre's doing in Volantis? Because in the last season, she tells Varys, she goes, you know, I'm gonna leave or whatever, and she's he and Varys says, okay, you probably want to stay over there because if you come back, you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, I'm coming back mm-hmm. and I'm gonna die here in this strange land, but you're gonna die as well. So what do you think she's going to be doing over there in Volantis? Learning how to give Daenerys a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Because it's like, okay, you look, you look at her backstory, right? She's, for the first couple of seasons, again, like you see this, this complexity here where she's not all good, but she's not all bad either. She fucks up by thinking that, you know, um, Stannis is going to be the true king. Like, he mm-hmm. is Azora High or whatever. And then, you know, they, she ends up, you know, fucking up by, you know... Sacrificing burnt, his daughter? Yeah. Stupid doing bitch. the ultimate fucking... You know, to me, like, that scene is so sad. Like, when mm-hmm. you rewatch it, it's shocking when you first see it, see it, but it's ultimately so sad when you rewatch it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously she becomes everybody's hero when she resurrects John. It's just like how what are you what are you gonna do over in Volantis that's gonna be able to top that you know because right now she's um, she got uh, outcasted by John mm-hmm. and so what is she gonna do at this point that's gonna serve any purpose? 
Good question. So the last time we see her, she's just walking away, right? Mm -hmm. She's been excommunicated. She's like, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to make sure you never come to the north. He just says come to the north, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Hopefully she's not down south with Cersei's. No, I don't think so because she's so like whatever you know. It doesn't matter what shit you know John and um, Davos say about me. Like I still think because she's the one that brought um, John and Danny together. Yeah, yeah. And because um, she because I think at the last season she's the one that tells Danny, hey, there's a guy in the north. Yeah. I think you should yeah, see yeah. or whatever. And um, she's the one that brings them together because she believes that's you know what the prophecy calls for. Mm-hmm. But she's gonna go over to Valantis, and again, there's a but. That's like where the temple of the lord of light is i guess and I, after that like i i don't know what else can be done after i don't that. think they're gonna you're gonna see too much of her no this next season i don't think so yeah i agree because i don't know because i teeter on okay is she gonna fuck up again because that seems to be her story arc she, <coughs> she does something wholeheartedly she fucks up and she does something great like resurrecting Jon snow mm-hmm. for the fans but i feel like okay we got a good note on her last time by bringing john and danny together mm-hmm. she's got to do something that's going to fuck something up you know because that's what her character is like she's never consistent basically that's what i'm saying so in my mind i think she's going to do something she's going to go over to, with, with the good intentions well how much has she fucked up though after she brought john back because all her fucking up was before with stannis well when she fucked up again is not telling john that oh, okay i came down here because I fucked up by burning, you know, Mer- but she's Shireen. not going to, she's not going to like tell on herself. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time though, it's just like, okay, that was that, that served like her, her roller coaster ride, basically like she's high off of, you know, bringing John back. And then Davos finds like that little um, wooden toy that mm-hmm. he gave her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, okay, she fucked up. Okay. Yeah. I burned a little girl alive. Okay. I fucked up. Oh, I'm going to be good again by, you know, bringing John and Danny together again. Is it gonna be she gonna continue that high and do something badass and you know the, the battles to come, or is she gonna fuck up again? My, that's what scares me. She's yeah. gonna do something that's gonna fuck something up. Is she gonna cause John his life? Is he gonna cause Danny her life? I'm not scared of it because again I don't see she's gonna play a part in season eight. No, Mm-mm. at all. At all. I, I think she might play a small part. I think we, I think she might bring back someone to life or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's gonna be like a major character. Okay, like. Yeah, I don't think, I'm trying to think who would die. Like, fucking. Yeah, who so, could you? Yeah, like like you said, like who could you bring back? Like it's one of those questions. When you see it, you're gonna be like, oh, okay. To me, that's what it's gonna be. Like when you see it, you're like, oh, okay. How did I miss that? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the. I'll tell you who dies. Brand dies. I was gonna say. Oh, motherfucker! She brings him back, and it's not Brand anymore. Dun dun dun. I don't know. Maybe she brings him back. He's like, oh, you did it. You saved the day. But then he got stuck in the past, and now he's the Night King. Oh, wow. That, then could she, be that would be her ultimate fuck-up. It's like, oh, man, he was already dead. Because they did, do say that when you come back, you don't come back completely. The same. So, yeah. So then... Which is weird because, okay, I mean, maybe it's just because I have the ultimate man crush on him. Mm-hmm. But it's like, to me, like, John before mm-hmm. he dies, like, yeah, you love him. He's great and all that shit. But John afterwards, like, he's, like, fucking, like, he's John Ham status at that point. <laughs> like, he's fucking, he's Danny Trejo and yeah. at that time, you know. But, like, I, I don't see it with him. Maybe it's a, I don't know. I don't know I'm well, going with that. Well, that guy that's been coming back to life every like he's oh, been Beric? yeah he's he says like every time i come back i come back a little less of myself 
okay. So it's not necessarily like you're coming back like, like not yourself, but he's just he's becoming closer and closer to just being like a zombie every time oh, he comes back. Like a shell of a person. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I was thinking too. Pet is cemetery it, style. You have all these people like walking around basically. Yeah, obviously you got the White Walkers and the Whites walking around like your zombies or whatever. You got John and Beric basically like who are still human walking around, but they were di- dead and came back. You got the Mountain who essentially died and got bra- bought, 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 brought <laughs> back to life. Enunciate, Jacob. Uh, by Kyburn, right? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like this weird chemical zombie, basically, right? And then you got um, Uncle Benjen, too, who is... Who died, though. Well, he's dead now because okay, of you yeah. know, the White Walkers. But he, he, it's he was, weird because uh-huh. he's he was another form of um, an, an undead person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, he went beyond the wall, kind of died or whatever, and the children of the forest brought him back. So you got all this, like, weird fucking magic to bring people back to life. Like... Why haven't we brought back Jon Snow? Or not Jon Snow. Um, Ned Stark. Ned Stark. Ned. Which is Lee, that's or Rob Stark. Because he's headless. <laughs> no, Ned Stark we wouldn't be able to bring back. because he's, he's bones. Still, yeah. Yeah, he's just bones. But Rob Stark we could probably bring back. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a couple years, though, since Rob been. died. Yeah. But he's up north, right? He's buried up north, right? Mm-hmm. So the Night King would be there before... Before... Um, Didn't... No. Didn't they cut his head off and, like... Put put his, his, oh, they put yeah. the wolf head on his yeah. head. Yeah, he's yeah, done. yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. The king of the north. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a crazy theory that I just thought up of right now. Okay, so you got the crypts of Winterfell, basically, right? There's nothing but dead folks up in there, right? The Night King brings people back from the dead, mm-hmm. and all of his army too. Like they're not necessarily like flesh and bone. Some of them are just straight bone. Yeah. What if the Night King brought back, you know, like Ned Stark? You'd mm-hmm. be badass if they brought back John's mom. No, no. Oh. Wait, who did you say? Ned Stark. Oh, I was gonna say Rob Stark, Rob and he Stark. had and he had that wolf, wolf head. head. Oh, that would be so badass, like a zombie with a giant wolf head. That would be kind of badass. I'm not gonna lie, dude. That'd be kind of cool. But speaking of the wolves, though, too. Okay, you still got Ghost out uh-huh. there, right? He hasn't really done anything in the season or whatever. And you got Namiria, uh, uh, Arya's wolf. You got to see a little bit of her too. Like they're still out there doing something. And uh, one of the theories I uh, was researching too is well, okay, no, but she kind of lets go of her pack, right? She she like becomes part of, when Arya sees her wolf, she's like, mm-hmm. oh, go be with your wolves, and uh-huh. she kind of lets go because a lot of the theories like every wolf is Mary, like a, a mirror image of what's going the on with them. Her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the same thing with Arya. Like Arya's been the lone wolf, like doing her own journey, unlike her siblings that have been part of this battle. She's been the lone wolf the whole time, part like building her own little like, you know, her own personality really. Well, the other ones are attached to Winterfell and like getting married to this person and becoming the leader of this other yeah. thing. So, I think her sto- her wolf is like her story is done. Like her oh, wolf okay. is kind of like you think so. What's the other wolf that's still out there? Ghost. ghost. And then the other ones are dead. Other one. Ghost. Yeah, is who's all... the owner of Ghost? John. John. Oh, the white one with the red eyes. Where is he at? He like disappears. He like comes and goes whenever the fuck he wants. Yeah, yeah. Like uh-huh. he'll be like ranging around like the beyond the wall or whatever. Then he'll come back. I can't remember the last time we saw him. Yeah, because he came back for a little he bit. He saved to save Sam. Sam. Yeah, yeah. And then, then he's he just kind of like, all right, I'm gonna go take a poop over yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he's gotta be up. somewhere out there. Yeah, yeah. I feel. I, I feel like because those wolves, like they were so much of a part of like each child mm-hmm. that they have to serve some kind of purpose. You know, I don't know what they. Do. I know um, who was the littlest boy. Rickon. Rickon, yeah. 
his well, if they decapitated his or whatever, mm-hmm. and he threw he it. He was like the most useless character, right? Like he he gets like, like when you said that, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so his wolf's done or whatever. Um, he Brand- died in season one, right? Rickon? Yeah. No, he died in season six. The Battle of the Battle Bastards. Bastards. Oh, no, seven. Oh, because no, they free him, right? And they mm-hmm. have him yeah. running. Yeah. And he doesn't zigzag. zigzag. I'm like, that's what you died, you idiot. Motherfucker didn't watch Apocalyptico, <laughs> man. <laughs> like, that's the exact same scene from Apocalyptico. Um, but, okay, yeah, so that dog's dead. Um, mm-hmm. Bran's dog died. Um, and Rob's the, died. Yeah, Rob's Sansa's is dead. dead. Yeah, Ned killed those. But, okay, mm-hmm. what if those two remaining wolves or whatever, like, let's say, like, Arya... And he goes to whatever. What if something happens to one of them or whatever? One of the theories too was is that they they all have the power to war, like the Starks. Like mm-hmm. you, you saw the wildlings, you know, mm-hmm. they warged into like eagles and ravens and whatnot. What if like something happened to them and they warged into the wolf? I don't. I think Bran's the only one who has that power, and I think Bran is going to be the reason that Ghost comes back if he's needed. You think so? Uh huh. Because we haven't seen him, and I don't think he'd. No, like, oh, shit, the White Walkers are here. My master needs me. Because in the books, I think Arya, she has, because um, you know how, like, in the first season, um, Bran, like, has, like, those dreams, quote, unquote, mm-hmm, where he's mm-hmm. walking around, he's running around the forest, he's eating, he's killing, he's tasting blood or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Arya, I believe, in the books, like, kind of has, like, the same mm. um, quasi-story arc as well, like, where she's having, like, these crazy dreams where she's running in the woods and stuff like that. Because I think they switched it for the show, because... Mm-hmm. They mentioned um, when Bran went to the crypts to walk after Ned dies, he runs into Rickon, and Rickon said he had the same dream. Mm-hmm. So I think they switched it from Arya to Rickon. Oh, okay. Oh, I you're know. right. Yeah, yeah. When he's like, yeah, I saw Father too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. Because I don't, you haven't, they haven't said, dropped any hints that it, that any of the other kids would have that power or whatever. In the, I, I want to say in the books they have. Mind you, I haven't read the books. I'm I haven't just going, read them either. <laughs> I'm just going off of what other people have said, uh-huh. you know? Because, I mean, that's one of the things, too. It's just like, I'm not good at reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm good at it. I, mean, <laughs> I can read. You, I can read. I can read. I'm literate. But, like, I'm not... I, I, I don't know. I don't just sit in the bathtub and read a novel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that I, I like reading, but I just haven't gotten to the... I haven't had time, so but that's on my to-do list. Read the books. Yeah, it's like the Lord of the Rings. Like I'm yeah. again, I'm not a reader. I love the Lord of the Rings, so mm-hmm. I sat down and like actually read, read those, mm-hmm. and it provides you know a little bit more depth to the story or whatever. But you know, a lot of people who have read the books, they're saying, oh no, all of the Starks basically have this power to warg mm-hmm. into things because they're basically the Stark family. They're all wildlings, but they just some of them haven't tapped into that power yet. Mm. So. That was one of my questions. It's like, oh shit, is there going to be a situation where, like, you know, they they're going to need those wolves, you know, the mm-hmm. two remaining ones or whatever? And since you know, Nymeria, she's the wild one, and you know, she has all those other wolves. Whether will those be an a, an auxiliary army that oh, helps them? So, I got it. So I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they could. They can even like get together and be like, hey, we need to bring a pack to help. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I mean, because I mean, can you imagine that? Like a whole fucking. The, all of the wolves in the north yeah. that come, you know, and they fucking get those fucking whites. Well, yeah, I mean that'd be that'd be something bad to those watch. Those whites, that, no, that's what they're called. <laughs> I know, I know. I just think it's funny. Them goddamn aliens out there, goddamn whites, <laughs> coming in here and fucking up our country, man. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing all the brown man's air. <laughs> all right, so enough with that bullshit. But um, another funny one is is who do you think's gonna hook up with Brian? Talking Dead, to get back Torment. on the Talking Dead. Bread him? <laughs> Brienne. Oh, oh. Um, is it going to be Jamie or is it going to be Tormund? Tormund. 
I don't think Jamie would hook up with Brienne. Oh yeah, I don't think Jamie would either. I think you know, like he. I think he have admires her and respects her, but um, huh? They have have they foreshadowed that at all? Like I, I thought it was more of a friendship. Yeah. Oh no, they have. They stare lustingly into their eyes. I think she does to him, but I don't think it's the other way around. Yeah. I kind of think it's both ways. I, from a guy perspective, Maybe? I think Jamie. This is where he's coming from. He's like, hey yo. I don't really find you attractive, but for some weird reason, I like you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every guy has, like, that crush. I don't know if I want to put it out there. I think enough. he admires and respects her, but I don't think he'd hook up with her. He loves her personality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in real life, though, she's not an ugly person at all. No, she's not. She's, she's pretty. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get that far in acting yeah. if you're not that ugly or whatever. But, um... If he's an ass, like if he, because I think he admires Brienne and like respects her because I think he like sees her, she's strong, like a strong female, kind of like my sister. Mm-hmm. And shout if, out Alex's sister. No, no, no. <laughs> not my sister, Jamie's sister. Oh, okay. like if Jamie, <laughs> I, if, got, I got what you were saying. Like I thought if, that was clever though. <laughs> so like if I think if he ends up killing Cersei, which I think he will, he can be like, oh, this is the way she could have gone and been. And stays with Brienne to mm-hmm. kind of fulfill his Cersei lust or whatever, but I don't think it'll happen. Because you got to kind of figure too, like they're gonna have to repopulate after all this war is gonna happen. <laughs> they're gonna have to repopulate this land or whatever, and so Tormund and Brienne having like because he, he Tormund, says that he's yeah. like or yeah Tormund, mm-hmm. they're they're gonna want to like make big ass babies or whatever. So I think it'd be perfect because then that would bridge the gap between like the wild because he's a wildling. Right? Oh yeah, he's mm-hmm. a king wildling man. And so like he fucks bears, man. Yeah, it would, it, would, it would be perfect of like, because she's, what, she was from a noble house, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Tall. Yeah, it would be like a, a perfect marriage between like the wild and a noble house where mm-hmm. it would be like, okay, they can live in harmony now. Yeah. It's like jungle fever. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of racist. <laughs> He's coming a little too strong though. I think she's like back the But that's what makes it funny. <laughs> like they're not the serious relationship, you know. No. They're kind of more like the goofy like. Yeah. Actually, there's the what's the fat dude's name? Sam. 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 That's the goofy relationship. That was funny when he got laid for the first time. He's like, "Yes." Oh. <laughs> I don't remember that, but that sounds funny. <laughs> oh, it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of it's cold, dude, Tony Hinchcliffe, to bring it full circle, whatever, he has like the funniest like um, joke, like a part of his set where he's just like, he goes, why girl, sorry, we have a lady at the table, but I just got to say, it's not me talking. He goes, have you ever noticed white girls got some cold pussy? He goes, I, he goes, I recently slept with a black girl recently. That shit was warm. Like it like, it, like cuddled me and whatever, whatnot, but it was really warm and sweet and delicious. White girls, they be having some cold ass pussy. Like. You got, I don't know what that would feel like. I don't know either, but um, yeah, that's funny as fuck. But anyways, <laughs> I did it no justice. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> so with this say, because it's about we're about an hour and a half in. I don't want to make this part two of uh, what else you got. You got any major things you want to get? Nah, in? Not really. Like one of my girlfriend asked me, he's like, oh, you should bring up Dario. Do you think Dario is going to come over from Marine and do something and fuck up because he's jealous because Danny didn't marry him or whatever? I love Dario, but he's an idiot and he's gonna die. Okay. If something happens, if he comes, he's gonna die. Okay, he might come over with Melisandre because it, that's that, that's where she's going. So, where, where are the well, two? Um, you remember the 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 two Viper girls? Like the they have well, snake related names. Yeah, where so are they at right now? The two oldest ones they yeah. died because of Euron Greyjoy, um, mm-hmm. the the asshole pirate guy that's, that's wanting to marry uh, Cersei. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Cersei. And the, 
gets the mom mm-hmm. and the youngest daughter, the one that shows um, Bron her boobs or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're dying in the dungeon, but we don't see that. Um, well, she poisons the daughter and watch and ha- keeps the mom chained to watch her die. Yeah, but we don't mm-hmm. actually again with Game of Thrones. See. If you don't see it happen, we don't know if it actually happened. So Bron, what I'm thinking there is that you know maybe he undercover, you know, releases them and maybe they have a bigger part to play too. So, but I don't know. Uh, it's one of those like C storylines, yeah. like whatever. To yeah, me, that's so. true. It just hit me right now. Like they were pretty important, but yeah, they were in that boat mm-hmm. dying last time we saw them. Yeah, I feel like that whole Dorn thing, like it was kind of like a little like waste of time. Like that's why his whole thing right now is that uh, he's double crossing everyone. The last time we technically saw him with everyone else was he's like, oh, this scares the shit out of me. I'm gonna go back to my homeland. But then he's like, I'm gonna double cross everyone. Oh well, yeah, because she she he's bringing over the Golden Company mm-hmm. um, to replace the because Daenerys she already fucking you know set you know all the Lannister armies on fire. So the Golden Company is like basically that big bank in uh, mm-hmm. Essos. Mm-hmm. I want to say or uh, Volantis, that big ass bank. They have oh, their yeah, own yeah. like mercenary army. They're supposed to be the world's best army or whatever. And he's gonna bring them over, and that's gonna be Cersei's new army because she stole all the gold from House Tyrell. Tyrell. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm excited for this season. It's final season. Long journey. Yes. I hope at least one of these stories pans out. I kind of hope the brand story pans out. That would be badass. So who do you want to sit on the Iron Throne? Or who do you... Who, okay, let's, let's end it this way. Who do you think's going to sit on the Iron Throne? And who do you want to sit on the Iron Throne? I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I want Arya to sit on the Iron Throne. Who do, who do I think will... Probably Jon Snow. Think so? Yeah. You sound, you sound really disappointed about that. <laughs> I, sound, I say Jon Snow because that's the most obvious one. Like, he'd mm-hmm. be the most, like, fitting guy to do it, you know? After being like the bastard son and like being the forgotten guy the whole time, like nobody wanted him. Everyone wanted Rob Stark to be the king, you know. While well, he was over there, like in the cold wall. <laughs> so I yeah, think Coors Light commercial. Yeah, I think he would be. I think he's probably going to be the guy that sits on the Iron Throne. But I kind of hope it's Arya. How about you, Alex? I think that's why they won't put him in the Iron Throne because everybody wants him there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the like. Like I want Jon Snow to sit there. He earned it, but. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. I think who's going to sit there, who I don't want to sit there, is Sansa. Ooh. Because Arya is... That would leave so many people disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) It would, but I mean, Arya doesn't want to lead. I think Jon's going to die. I think Daenerys is going to die. I think Daenerys is definitely going to die. Yeah, Yeah. you can pretty much that. I I have that 100% happening. So Sansa, I think, is the only other logical choice because her father led the North. She's the, well, behind Jon, she's the one who's in charge of Winterfell in the North. So I What about think, Tyrion? Tyrion's completely out of the question. Oh, I, for, I thought Tyrion was, I, I think Tyrion, I don't want him to die, but I think he's going to die. I don't think he's going to die. No. I think he'll become like the hand of the king I mean, of he whoever. Can, him and Sansa are still married, so they can rule, rule together. together. That's true. true. So here's my thing. What I want to happen, of course, I've alluded to it. If I've ever become gay in this lifetime, because I guess gay being gay is a choice now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> kidding. Joke. Bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I want Jon Snow to sit on the throne. I, that's how uh-huh. I want it to happen, mm-hmm. you know, because if, we, if we're going to have a happy ending, that's what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. But Game of Thrones, they don't give you happy endings, and that's why it's great. It's mm-hmm. not a Disney movie. It's a fucking, it's, it's real life. This is real life. There's fucking <laughs> dragons and shit. 
I want Jon Snow to sit on it, but what I think is going to happen is is we've seen that this model of of rule does not work. And they when Danny said, you know, I want to break the wheel, this is what it's going to. It's going to some kind of democracy where you're going to have it's called the the seven kingdoms, right? Mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen after the, you know, the great war is over or whatever is you're going to still have these seven kingdoms, but everybody is going to have, you know, their land. You're going to have the north. You know, Sansa's probably going to be the lady of the north or whatever, right? You know, John and Danny are probably going to die or whatever. You're going to have Dorne. There's going to be someone down in Dorne. You're going to have all these little places or whatever that are just going to have to work in harmony, and they're going to come up with some kind of resolution to work democratically because you see it all the time. When, when Rob becomes king in the north, it was a democratic decision. When, um, you know, the Ironborn have to choose a new king, it's a democratic decision. When you, and, and, he, and they alluded to it when... Tyrion is talking to her like okay we need to find out who's going to be the successor to keep the wheel broken Mm -hmm. and he alludes to those two things where it's just like you know for all intents and purposes you know the 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 men at the wall they vote on it you know the weirdness of you know the ironborn is they might be a little weird and kooky but they have a good way of picking leaders and so they kind of allude to that where it might end up being some kind of democracy Mm -hmm. so aren't jacob do america was found upon (laughs) politics (laughs) <laughs> this political ass show is gonna end with some politics so hey that's my opinion yeah i can see that happening. and we can see in six weeks so i can i can see that happening if that happens braun will probably st- take over the lannister land yeah because braun was promised a castle uh-huh. very, very good yeah see it fucking solidifies my fucking thing promise a, a castle and a fucking they uh, keep promising him shit yeah <laughs> like they just keep upping the annie so i think he'd stay with their land after they all die yeah he gets casterly rock and he gets to mm-hmm. marry somebody i don't know who somebody anybody anyways i'm excited do you mm-hmm. want to do the reads i feel like i did so much talking i need a fucking uh altoid so the what the the final read eric's part or do you want to take oh, over eric's, eric's part I, I, can, I can do it shout out elizabeth jackman shout out elizabeth warren <laughs> tell your mama you boo boo too uh not dead yet apparel type in ed castillo at checkout for 10 percent off <laughs> <laughs> and a free beanie free shipping free shipping, free shipping. Yeah. sorry no i don't know is it, I, honestly it, i don't know is it five percent off no, or is it 10%? It's type in ed eb castillo <laughs> And find out what happens. And then let us know. Because I have let no Let us know mind. or let Eric know. We don't pay attention to him, apparently. Um, he just kind of talks. <laughs> the cure for cancer is... And then he shuts off the computer. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to get rid of my venereal warts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, I guess go, yeah, go to our Facebook. Like the page. Fucking follow us. Uh, we post crazy little fucking news articles to keep you entertained throughout mm-hmm. the week. So... Check that out. Check out the Instagram page at Art and Jacob Do America. Um, that is basically my, both my, that, that is my Instagram. Oh, that's when he, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. Robots versus Robots. Yeah, you're Robots versus Robots. Uh, Alex, where can we find you? Lozano519 on Facebook and Instagram. No, wait, hold on. Instagram. And uh, check out our podcast, Geekly Distraction, with my sisters and me. Yeah, so they actually did like a seven-part series of Game of Thrones. Oh, right? yeah, we did one episode <laughs> per season. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Instead check of doing that out. Two and a half hours long, we did seven hours. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I would have been asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was parts. seven days worth. It was. Oh, okay, cool. I don't know. So, with all that said, everybody. Enjoy the fucking seasons that are about to happen. I don't know. I'm so glad. This feels like a little mini Super Bowl. Yeah. So with that said, everybody, enjoy Game of Thrones and enjoy your goddamn life. Good night. Good night.
He needs to know the truth. The truth about what? About himself. No one knows. No one but me. John isn't really my father's son. He's the son of Rhaegar Targaryen and my aunt, Lyanna Stark. He was born in a tower in Dawn. His last name isn't really Snow. It's Sand. He's not. Dornish bastards are named Sand. At the Citadel, I transcribed a High Septon's diary. He annulled Rhaegar's marriage to Alia. He wed Rhaegar and Lyanna in a secret ceremony. Are you certain? It's what the High Septon wrote in his private diary. I don't know why he'd lie. Is this something you can see? Father, Smith, warrior. Mother, maiden, crow, stranger. I am hers, and she is mine. From this day until the end of my days. Robert's rebellion was built on a lie. Rhaegar didn't kidnap my aunt or rape her. He loved her. And she loved him. John. John's real name. His name is Egon Targaryen. You have to protect him. Promise me that. He's never been a bastard. He's the heir to the Iron Throne. He needs to know. We need to tell him.